Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Lightning fans, you found the right show for everything you need to know about your favorite team in the NHL. It's the Lightning Insider Podcast with Eric Erlinson. Get ready for insight, historical perspective, interviews, and breaking news that comes from a reporter insider who's got near 20 years on the Tampa Bay Lightning beat. Now for the latest with the Lightning, here's Eric. Greetings again, everyone. Welcome to the lightninginsider.com podcast. Eric Erlinson from lightninginsider.com coming to you after Saturday's 5-3 victory against the Buffalo Sabres. Big night for a lot of players around, most notably Nick Purbix gets his first career NHL goal. It's the game winner. Brandon Hagel with a goal and two assists for a three-point night. Ho-hum Nikita Kucherov with a four-point game. He's got points in ten straight. He's got goals in five straight. Kind of heating up here. Uh, Easily Kucherov's best game of the season. Uh, Brian Elliott, I thought, was fantastic in net. Made some really key saves, including when they were down 3-2 in the third. He makes a stop on a partial breakaway by Jeff Skinner. And seconds later... The puck is in the back of the net at the other end of the ice as Brandon Hagel scored the tying goal. So um, a lot of things to like about what the Lightning did tonight. A lot of things to look at and go, eh, there still is room for improvement. But again, we're just 12 games into the season. You have to find ways to win and gain points in the standings, and that's something that the Lightning have done. You know, they started off the season 1-3. and three. They're now 7-4-1. and one. So they found way to pick up, uh, found ways to pick up points here uh, in the early stages of the season, as they have worked their way through some issues. Still a lot to clean up. I didn't like the number of chances against John Cooper. Didn't like the number of chances against, uh, in particularly the quality of the chances against from this game. Uh, you know, despite the victory, you know, again you fell behind three-two in the third, and and sometimes. Sometimes this team wins just because they have Nikita Kucherov and the other team does not. And some of that is kind of went went in tonight. It's it's obviously a lot more to it than that. But when you have a player of Nikita Kucherov's ability, uh, there's no doubt that he can make a difference in a game. And uh, again, I I thought he was great tonight. Easily, probably easily his best game of the year. And having said that, what is he? He's almost 20 points now. I think he's at 19 points. Maybe he's at 20 points. I don't know off the top of my head, uh, but he's, he's he's in that range. He's close. He's um, he's a magician. Uh, so a, a, a lot of good things. Some of the things that that you have to like about the lightning, their speed was on display tonight. I think it had to be, considering the opponent that they were playing against. Uh, look, people are going to look at some of the teams in the division this year and think, well, how come the Lightning aren't winning those games? Because in years past, 
they've dominated the lower tier teams specifically in their division, right? We saw earlier in this homestand, uh, the Ottawa game, not the cleanest game in the world, but you could see some of the areas that uh, Ottawa has improved upon. Uh, And tonight, you know, we talked about it a lot with Chief on the pregame skate show, which of course you can hear one hour before every lightning game. We're live at the Cigar City Brewing Tap Room um, for home games. And uh, we also have the show one hour before road games as well. You can hear that on the Strike 102.5 HD Channel 2. Please notice the difference there. You have to have an HD-capable radio to pick up that channel. Uh, But it's also heard, if you go to the TuneIn app and just search Lightning Radio 24-7. So again, that's one hour before puck drop is the pregame skate show. And we was talking with Chief uh, quite a bit on the show tonight about the improvements that this Buffalo team, this is not the... Uh, the, the Buffalo team from the past two, three, four, five, ten years, <laughs> right? They haven't made the playoffs in ten years. I'm not convinced they're a playoff team this year, but they are much improved. If they find goaltending, and I thought Eric Comrie was great tonight, he, he had Nikita Kucherov looking skyward a couple times. But if they can find consistent goaltending, they might have a chance. You know, you look at what they have up front now. Tage Thompson coming off a a near 40-goal season last year. You know, Jeff Skinner is still there. Dylan Cousins has really turned into a pretty good two-way centerman. Peyton Krebs, J.J. Paterka, who's a former uh, top uh, first-round draft pick for Buffalo. You know, they've got some talent up front that they haven't had the last few years. You combine that with... A couple of number one overall picks, defenseman-wise. Rasmus Dahlin, who missed the game tonight. He was uh, banged up uh, from Friday night's game in Carolina. So he missed the game, but he's uh, he's turned into a really, really good player. Uh, I had a chance to chat it up with uh, Mike Harrington, who works for the Buffalo News. That, you know, They're working on a story that's coming out soon on Dahlin, whose game improved as soon as he came back from the All-Star game last weekend when he got to hang out with Victor Hedman. Uh, Then Owen Power. Owen Power was the number one overall pick a couple of years ago. Went back to school last year at the University of Michigan with that powerhouse team that the Wolverines had. Uh, joined, Joined the Sabres late last year. So this is his first full year in the NHL. You know, he led the Sabres in ice time at a couple of points in the game. So that's a it's a very much improved Buffalo team in the division. So these points are going to be harder to come by. And, you know, I've said this a lot over the last handful of years with this version of the Lightning, where they're at uh, in their franchise timeline and whatnot that we get spoiled watching them over the past few years. We just expect them to win every night. We expect them to be at their best every night. And sometimes they have to be because the opponent knows who they're playing. 
and they're going to give you their best effort. But it's just not going to be there every night. And I've said it a handful of times already this year. You have to kind of let things play out. They're still working on figuring out their blue line. We saw it again tonight. You know, John Cooper had mentioned, uh, I think, earlier in the week when he was asked about the decor and he said, you know, we might have to start trying some left-handed shot guys on the right side. You saw that tonight. Philippe Myers hasn't played since the game in Anaheim when he had the, the fire wagon issue that led to Anaheim's second goal. He's been scratched every game since. Cal Foote has certainly had his share of ups and downs at this point of the season when he's been handed and and given opportunities to take that next step, but he just hasn't been able to take that next step forward yet. We've seen growth in Cal's game over the last couple years, but, you know, he was given the opportunity to see how he could work with Victor Hedman. That hasn't worked out yet. You know, and look, Nick Perbix, and I'll I'll get to him in a minute, has stepped in and been the surprise of the team this year. He's putting in 15, 16, 17 quality minutes a night on the right side. It's really been something that they've really needed. So what we saw tonight was Ian Cole move over to the right side and Hayden Fleury play on the left. And remember, they're still missing Zach Bogosian. There's still time that they have to kind of work through this while they're waiting for Bogosian to get ready. And we're probably three, four, five weeks away from him being available uh, to get back in the lineup. But the, the defense, it's, it's a work in progress. It's a big boost to have Victor Hedman back tonight. He was back paired with Eric Chernak. And Sergachev was paired with Perbix again. And that left, again, Ian Cole switching over the right side. So that is still a work in progress. I think they're kind of settling in on their lines. I mean, the point Kucherov-Hagel line has been fantastic the last week. Probably going back to the West Coast trip. They were really good. And that has continued here on home ice. As I said, Hagel had three points tonight. Kucherov had four. Point had two. I like the look of what Nick Paul, Steven Stamkos, and Alex Kalorn have been able to do. Maybe not generating the number of offensive chances maybe you'd like to see from your second line. But Nick Paul scored again tonight. Nemestikov with Hagel and Ke- uh, not Hagel, sorry, Kepke and Ross Colton. Again, maybe not putting up points, but you feel it's coming, especially with Nemestikov, who I think his last two games have been really good. And of course, you know the the line of Belmar with Maroon and uh, Corey Perry. Um, again, you like to see them kind of moving in the right direction. I haven't kind of seen that uh, consistently enough yet to this point. 
but I think they've settled in. I, look, they're only carrying 12 forwards right now, so there's really not a lot of maneuvering that they're able to do. But we've seen these lines pretty consistent here for the last little bit. So they're starting to settle in in that area. And the goaltending's been great. The numbers are not going to reflect how good both Andre Vasilevsky and Brian Elliott have been in terms of making key and timely saves. Right? I think Andre Vasilevsky's save percentage is just a tick over 900. You know, and Elliott, again, great tonight despite giving up three goals. So you're, you're starting to, to take steps in that direction. Still ways to go. Still things to clean up in the defensive zone. I thought the turnovers were less tonight. That's a big area of concentration. Again, not perfect. And then there's Nick Perbix. Let's talk about Nick Perbix. You know, I did a summer feature on him when he was at development camp back in July. You know, we talked about a lot about his role going in the Olympics and the experience was like playing for Team USA over in Beijing at the, the Winter Games back in February. You know, getting in the, the half or the dozen or so games at Syracuse at the end of the season last year. You know, how he felt comfortable. And, you know, <laughs> we do have to remember that Nick Perbix is not a 20-year-old. He is 25, 24. So he's a little bit older coming into the league. But I don't think even back then, talking to him, that you might have felt that he could have come in at this point and shown what he's shown. We've heard John Cooper mention you know, uh, uh, quite a few times about how he has a head for the game, um, an understanding of how to play the game, and it was just going to take some reps and some experience uh, to figure it out at the NHL level, and he's he's figured it out pretty darn quick, like pretty darn quick. And the one thing that I really, really like about Nick Perbix and it's something I asked John Cooper after the game, if you listen to the comments, if, if you listen to uh, his post-game press conference. It's his poise. And poise is not something that you can necessarily teach a player. You can preach it, but you can't teach it. And Nick Perbix has it. And it's been pretty evident, even going back to training camp in the preseason. That he just, he doesn't panic. And that's not easy. I mean, let's compare, and, and I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus here, but let's just compare a difference here. I referenced the Philip Myers play in Anaheim where he panicked. Fanned on the shot and just panicked. And lost control of it. Uh, lost his balance. That is not having poise. Whereas Perbix, and look, he, maybe he would have reacted in the same situation. I don't know. It's just a feel that I have watching him. He just doesn't panic. A lot of Anton Strollman in Nick Perbix's game. You know, Ryan McDonough was kind of the same way, is the same way. 
they just don't panic with the puck. And that's not easy. It's not a skill that you can easily learn. Sometimes you either have it or you don't. And and I don't care how many games you've played. No, I, look, I know he, you know, Perbix has played uh, in big games at the college level. Again, got to play in the Olympic tournament for Team USA. You know, so he understands big moments. And, and it, it, you know, sometimes that's what separates players is their understanding of how to play in certain situations when you're under pressure. No matter what that pressure is, it can be pressure that you feel for having to perform. It can be pressure from a guy barreling down on you and you know you have to make a play with the puck, but you understand how to make that play and when to make it. You know, it can be making a mistake, but knowing how to make up for it so you don't, it doesn't snowball on you. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Don't be left out. Make sure you subscribe to the Lightning Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else where podcasts are found. Now, here again is Eric. Right, so there's a lot of different ways that that can be done. And some guys have it, and Nick Perbix Nick, Nick Perbix has it. And I don't think anybody could have or would have predicted that 12 games into the season, if he'd have talked at the start of training camp, that Nick Perbix would be a big part. Let's ask this question. Where would the Lightning decor be without the minutes that Nick Perbix is giving them right now? just mentioned how thin they are on the right side so he stepped in and and, and really done a great job so it was really good to see him get rewarded you know and he picks up his first career goal on an assist from Nikita Kucherov great read again understanding of the game he knew he knew how to jump up in the play Puck was down in the offensive zone, and he didn't peel off. He didn't lag behind. He jumped in the play. Something that comes with experience at the NHL level and understanding things a little bit better. But it's just reading the game. Uh, the other guy I want to talk about here real quick is is Hagel. You know, I, I know I've referenced this a few times, but I you know I talked to Brandon in training camp. And it's a story you can still find on the website, lightninginsider.com, about when he was traded here from Chicago. He just had a hard time finding a comfort level. Whether it was his role, being moved for the first time in his career, going from Chicago where he was playing in a top-line role, he was in the power play, he was killing penalties... You know, and coming here and being asked to play a different role. And then, you know, four or five games into the regular season, you could see people again questioning Brandon Hagel 
and whether the trade was worth it. Look, that's the other part of of feeling uncomfortable, I guess, or not finding your comfort level right away is the best way to put that. Because the Lightning gave up a lot to get him. Right? You gave up two young players in Taylor Radish and Boris Kachuk, a couple of first-round draft picks to be able to bring him in, and there's a lot of expectations, certainly from the outside, but inside as well. Players know what a team gave up to get them. So there's there's a certain level of expectation that, oh my gosh, I have to do this because this is what they gave up to get me. And it just it just wasn't the right fit early on offensively. I thought Brandon Hagel was terrific in the role they asked him to play in the playoffs. And that checking line with Sorelli and, and Kalorn. But now he's come in. And, you know, I asked him that question again tonight. You know, comparing his comfort level then with his comfort level now. And he's like, look, I know the city. I know my teammates. They're my brothers now. Right? He, he There's something to be said for that comment right there. We're brothers now. It's, it's a phrase you hear a lot from NHL teams and NHL players that they consider their team their second family. So there, there's there's a lot to be said for, for finding that comfort level. And he's in a role now, top line, playing with Nikita Kucherov and Braden Point. You know, he, he was asked about having played in Chicago and now coming here. He goes, I'm so fortunate that I've gotten to play with six or seven future Hall of Famers. Obviously, he played with Jonathan Tays and Patrick Kane in Chicago. He's here playing on a line with Nikita Kucherov and Brayden Point. So, you know, seeing some time with Steven Stamkos. You know, so he understands what's being asked of him. But now he's performing. Now he's getting power play time on that number two unit. Now he's in a penalty kill role. And we'll see if that continues once Anthony Sorelli is healthy. But he's feeling comfortable now. And he's fitting in and he's starting to get the reward for it. And this is why, you know, I, obviously I field a lot of these questions. You know, whether it's Twitter or, you know, wherever it happens to be about players and you can't you can't judge a player quickly it's not fair to the player yeah i said this a thousand times that we do live in a microwave society and we we demand instant gratification and you know everything like that and and not that this was the case i mean brandon hagel spent a few months here between the trade and the playoffs and everything. So yeah, look, I know fans had a certain level of expectation when it came to Brandon Hagel as well. But you're seeing who he is now, what kind of a player he is at the end of the day. He forechecks. He digs pucks out. And he knows how to play with high-end players because he's showing that he too is a high-end player. And his his line, that line with Point Kucherov and Hagel, 
It's been one of the better. It, it, well, it's obviously been the Lightning's best line over the past week and a half, two weeks. They're just starting to find a comfort level. And, you know, and look, he said it again tonight. It's not easy, especially with Kucherov. I mean, he, he again called Kucherov a magician because you never know what he's going to do with the puck, but you always have to be ready for what he's going to do with the puck. And that's not always an easy thing to figure out and learn. But he's, he's starting to get to that level. And uh, I, I think it's going to be a big year for Hagel. You know, look, he had a shorthanded breakaway tonight, too. So he's getting there. The team is getting there. Certainly a work in progress, but, you know, they have points now in, what, nine of the last 12 games? My math is bad. Forgive me. So they start off one and one and three. So, yeah, points in seven of the past eight games. Six of those wins. And that's that's key. That's a key, key, key part of the early part of the season as they work their way through some of the new systems and the, the tweaking and everything else that they have to do to get themselves ready for quote-unquote late-season hockey. I don't think there's a doubt in anybody's mind that this will be a playoff team. Things can happen. But I don't think there's any doubt in anybody's mind that this playoff team. So the regular season is going to be about getting to a level with their systems, with their habits, their predictability. There's another phrase that John Cooper's used a lot. We have to be more predictable in how we play. And that just comes with habits and instincts, right? Your instincts have to become habits and your habits have to become instinctual. And that's what they're working their way through here. You got one more game left on this four-game homestand. They're 2-0-1 to this point. You got the Edmonton Oilers coming in on Tuesday. Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl. Uh, the, Oiler, uh, the Oilers got beat up pretty bad by the Stars on Saturday, 6-2. They play in Washington on Monday before they come here. So they are catching the Oilers on the second half of a back-to-back uh, before Tampa Bay gets a couple of days off before they go to Washington for a home-and-home that starts on Friday the 11th. Uh, followed by a home game on Sunday the 13th. All right, uh, again, if you're not a subscriber to my website, please do it. If you like my work, if you like what I do, if you want to keep me involved in this, I do have to make a try and make a living out of this. So I encourage you, again, as there's only two regular outlets covering this team on a regular basis, and I'm one of them, Subscribe to my website, lightninginsider.com. The, the code is podcast for $10 off the first year of a yearly subscription. Or there's a $4.99 per month plan as well that you can sign up for. And again, the code is podcast if you want to sign up for that. Uh, again, catch me with the chief, Bobby Taylor, one hour before every game. On the pregame skate show, on the strike, 102.5 HD Channel 2, Lightning Radio 24-7, on the TuneIn app or at TuneIn.com. Wednesdays at 2.15, I'm on, try to be on, on a consistent basis with Jay Retcher and Zach Blobner on their new show on WDAE 95.3 and 6.20 AM. That's where you can find me as well. If you ever have a question for the podcast or anything like that, 
Best way to reach me is use the hashtag AskEE on Twitter, or you can send me a direct message. You can send me an email, ericalightinginsider.com. Always looking for anybody that would be interested in sponsoring me in any capacity. We can talk about that to sponsor the podcast and to sponsor the website, anything like that. Again, reach out, eric at lightninginsider.com. That is E-R-I-K at lightninginsider.com. As always, appreciate the interest. I appreciate the support. And we'll talk again soon. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.